listeners welcome to 10x growth podcast this is your host preeti padmanabhan technology executive investor and board member in this episode we will speak with rajita kulkarni bagga president of shrishri university and author of the book unknown edge rajita welcome to 10x growth podcast Thank you Preeti so nice to be here and a big hello to all the listeners Rajita is joining us from Mumbai India and her book is available on Kindle globally and we are excited to hear more but first tell us about yourself and your career journey So Preeti I am trained in economics and marketing and accounts and uh, my education was in these fields and then I have been a banker for close to two decades 18 years um uh, my first and uh, i would say last <laughs> or only job was with uh, city bank uh, i started off as a young mba uh, with stars in her eyes but i joined city at the time when india was on its cusp of liberal liberalization you know the economy was opening up the country was opening up and uh, it was an exciting time to join banking and especially uh, a bank like city which was a pioneer in consumer banking in india you know nobody knew atms in those days nobody knew phone banking in those days what what is the you know what is i think foundational to our life today was a uh, rather disruptive in those days so it was fabulous to be a part of a world class institution be a part of many many disruptive banking ideas in my career with city i did many many uh, very exciting roles very big roles as one gross senior of course the last role that i had uh, for about 6 7 years i headed the entire asia pacific region for uh, leadership and development customer advocacy and reengineering for the asset business of the bank so i have had experience on the liabilities and asset both businesses it was great i i, I got a huge learning on uh, on innovation on on excellence as a way of being when you are part of a team where everybody wants to excel and do well for your stakeholders uh, whether it's your shareholders or your customers that st- sort of starts creating that excellence gene in you and i think from there uh, in 2010 preeti after a pretty life changing experience that i had when i left city and since then i have been uh, full time devoting my time to uh, the various institutions um, founded by the global humanitarian shri uh, shri ravi shankar uh, his art of living foundation is today one of the world's largest ngos in almost close to 160 countries and he has various foundations which he envisioned and founded to serve the needs of humanity so there is the international association for human values which looks at relief and rehabilitation for trauma and man made or natural disasters community redevelopment sustainable community development the art of living foundation itself is uh, committed to empower us as a global human family to uh, be able to live our life in a better way you know when stresses all of us have modern day life stresses we all experience it i'm sure all listeners uh, are also the types who are uh, trying to really balance life things responsibilities at work and now the pandemic has put a totally new spin on the demands on us so there is a lot that uh, the 
life demands out of us and that depletes us of our enthusiasm or our energy. And the Art of Living Foundation today has uh, programs, tools and techniques which enable us to uh, use these simple tools to uh, recreate that fountain of energy in us. Then there is a global foundation called the World Forum for Ethics in Business, which Priti, I'm the global president for, uh, which works and uh, towards advocacy and um, awareness of ethics and good governance in all fields. That is a very passionate subject for me. Plus, I am um, a member of the board of all our educational efforts. So I am the president of Shishi University, a very fast growing. In fact, we are known as India's fastest growing private university. There we have a unique mandate because uh, Shri Shri is our lifetime president and his, his vision is to create an institution which can really amalgamate the best uh, that the East of the world and the best that the West of the world can offer as a platform to students to learn with openness, without bias, without any prejudice, to accept knowledge from all sides and therefore to learn and to grow to be great leaders so that you can serve back. In fact, learn, lead and serve Preeti Aravar values. This journey of mine of close to three decades now has personally given me a lot of insights on leadership from real life experiences, from my own studies. It's one of my big passions to also help leaders explode their full potential. I don't even like to use the word unleash because unleash is all right, but explode. You know, that is something I do a lot also, a lot of leadership training around the world, coaching personally and women especially. So many, 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 many diverse um, hats. It's so inspiring to hear your journey. And I know you've only scratched the surface here because in your book, you talked about the amazing things you did by leading World Culture Festival in Delhi and in Berlin, uh, where they were tens of thousands and millions of people, right? And so that's certainly something I enjoyed learning about and reading your book. I personally have also benefited from the meditation and breath techniques you mentioned from the art of living. Uh, it, I'm so happy that you decided to come and take your time to speak with us. And let's learn a little bit about your book, The Unknown Edge. Why did you choose to write the book? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Preeti, I think um, all of us, I think who are, those of your listeners who are listening also, uh, I think the world, um, the way we have evolved as a world, we have become, all of us have become global citizens, right? The minute we look at Twitter, we have access to everything that's happening in the world. I think the world has become a completely intermingled place, not just interconnected. We are intermingled. Our lives are intermingled. And um, a lot of, unfortunately, what gets spoken about, um, I see, whether it's in the media or even sometimes in social media, is not so positive. You know, um, uh, we are, I think, trigger happy to, uh, to speak about something that's not working well or, you know, when we need to complain. So I thought um, it is a good idea to share positive experiences. You know, each of us in our life have our own share of great experiences, um, uh, experiences that we are grateful for, experiences where faith um, in life has been reinstilled in us. And um, I was thinking about it, Preeti, and I you know, thought, let me look back in my life, what, what comes to my mind? And when I, I start, I remember it was a, a Saturday also, Saturday weekend, and I said, let me start writing. 
what, how many great experiences, uh, you know, I can remember. And I remember I started with one page and then there was, I had to take another and another and another. I just made like a laundry list. And I thought, uh, let me start writing about it. And it, it just, uh, you know, because we all write a lot on LinkedIn, on, you know, our own blogs. So I started writing them as short stories and then uh, people loved reading it so much. So everybody kept saying, Rajita, why don't you write a book? So I thought, okay, maybe good idea. But I must tell you that um, the day I finished my manuscript, and the day we got it ticked off, like with all the editing team and everything, you know, we have a very large library at home because my husband is a voracious leader. I think we have about five, 6,000 books at home. I went and did such a big <laughs> salute to all the authors because, uh, you know, writing a book, uh, it takes every shred of your being to, to be poured out in it and, you know, how much work it takes. So uh, I use every forum to say that I really salute every author uh, from now and before because uh, it is really the piece a piece of our being. Uh, I think I have I have really uh, put a, put out everything there is, you know. Um, there I, I didn't hold back anything at all. So um, yeah, so that's how I started, and I'm very happy because everybody who's reading the book, Priti. Uh, you have read it, so you should say your experience. But so many people are writing to me that uh, it has touched them, moved them. And reinstilled, again, as I said before, reinstilled the power of faith, the power of hope, the, the, the place for positivity in mm -hmm. life. So uh, I feel very humbled by that. And I feel very grateful that uh, through my words, if these feelings uh, can be... Um, uh, ignited, inspired in people, uh, then I feel uh, very hum humbled to have been that instrument. And I found that you were a very natural storyteller. You made the whole book so interesting. It was a page turner, you know, I couldn't put it down. Thank and uh, so I certainly think you have a way of communicating such intricate life facts like gratitude and faith and all the other things that are inspiring in a very simple way and very easy to understand. So really excited. And let's Thanks. talk about some of the topics uh, you had. You covered business, you covered relationships, spirituality, self-discovery, as you have mentioned. What are top three takeaways that our listeners can get from the book? The number one takeaway, I think, is that you are much bigger than you know. You know, all of us have a certain perception of who we ourselves are or have a certain understanding of what we are capable or incapable of, more so incapable of. You know, so many people I coach, Preeti, the best CEOs, and they also battle with a certain self-doubt. So my number one learning in life is that you are capable, you are bigger than you you know yourself or you give yourself credit for. That's number one. Number two takeaway is that, Preeti, that there is a higher power that is watching over us in a nice way, you know, not in a, oh my God, I'm being watched over, let me do the right thing. Not that way. But in a nice, benevolent, kind, protective way. So the second takeaway, I think what readers will get is a ability to understand this higher power in their own lives. See, as children, Preeti, we didn't have to worry about whether we will get the next meal, right? Because we knew that our parents are there and they will figure it out, right? 
and that allowed us to be relaxed and you know carefree children are carefree but as we grow older somewhere the owner owner's nature of life kind of boxes down but what i want to say is that there is a higher power which is watching over us which is taking care of us even in the worst moments of our life in the toughest moments of our life. and just knowing that can give us a sense of security and relaxation i think that is a second takeaway and uh, the third is uh, you know when i look at my journey of life you know as a young girl i also had anxieties about what will happen with my life what will things how will things turn out am i making the right decisions you know you don't have a, a data set to always make the most optimum decisions we make decisions on opinions and uh, feelings and you know those things so a lot of young people priti who are reading my life are telling me ma'am thank you for writing it you know so many of our university students because i have written about the difficulties i had in choosing the subject i wanted to study and today these are challenges young people go through and then as a woman leader what uh, challenges or biases i have faced how i was able to you know deal with them and how having a yes mindset can allow you access to a bigness in life that you cannot imagine so i think reading my journey will help uh, readers uh, resonate with some of those aspects in their own life journeys and break through and uh, embrace life these i think are coming to me uh, you know when you asked me very nice question by the way um have made me think also <laughs> yeah it's a very you beautifully put it right uh, seeing ourselves bigger than what we already see ourselves right because having that confidence and as women we certainly need to recognize our own abilities uh, so you put put it very beautifully and i do remember that you mentioned meditation as one of a key parts of your life and now meditation has become mainstream many people are talking about it and uh, many people are practicing it and you have personally done the art of living techniques as you mentioned earlier how have the techniques helped you with your business and personal life wow you know um, your program for uh, podcast priti you very nicely named it 10x uh, i think meditation is the secret to my 10x i cannot comprehend my life without it it gives me the foundation for my life it gives me the inner strength it gives me the inner calm yet it allows me and it has made me more dynamic in fact uh, you know it is said that um, uh, there i was reading a harvard research which says that meditation is the only way which in an adult age can make you grow the gray matter in your brain and i am full example of that uh, preeti i have no hesitation in saying that because you know if i look at myself as a child as a young girl and then growing into different professional responsibilities and successes i couldn't have done it without meditation you know preeti i uh, used to travel 3 weeks a month so sunday night i would leave mumbai and i would have to travel to say a korea or an australia so always transit through singapore from mumbai singapore singapore korea singapore australia and then go straight into work because mm-hmm. time was precious now how do you do that your cognitive skills your comprehension skills are at the poorest levels when you have when you lack sleep when you have jet lag right how can you do a important business meeting if you are not physically fit 
So for me, it, that is what helped because just 20 minutes of meditation, good meditation, it, it gives you the kind of rest you need with about three, four hours of sleep. I mean, I don't recommend that you replace sleep. So it gives you that uh, rejuvenation or refreshment. So it has been a big thing, business propeller for me. It has been a performance propeller for me. It has been a, a creativity propeller for me. I think this book has been an example of that. You know, I used to have full day conference calls, meetings in this, and the big chunk of the book I completed during the pandemic last year from say June to December. And the whole time we were an online university uh, and it has its own challenges, no, Preeti? Because you can't see, nobody's meeting anybody, but you are doing, we built our uh, 100 bed hospital during this time. And I was like 14 hours a day, if not more um, in meetings. So I had no time in the day to do this. But there were many nights I did all-nighters to, you know, do big chunks of the book. And uh, what sustained me was my breathing practice, my meditation practice. So also there is a lot of research today, uh, Preeti, which, you know, McKinsey has a research which talks about the flow state. Like if you see Roger Federer, what is that combination of situations that makes him hit the perfect ace? Can you explain it? No one can explain it. I'm in India, you know, we just won a very fabulous cricket match uh, against England. Now, what is it that makes that batsman hit that six at that moment for that ball? It's the flow state where your alpha and beta waves are uh, completely in sync and uh, you know alpha is for relaxation and beta is for uh, alertness and um, the meditation i think is probably the only way to uh, synchronize and uh, to activate the alpha and beta waves in our brain so those of your re uh, listeners who need a more scientific understanding there is a lot of material now on the world wide web about the the flow state and i think meditation puts me in a flow state Wow, I think that was such an inspiration for our listeners. Uh, and I'll also share a little bit about my journey. I was lucky to also do the Art of Living Meditation program in my early 20s. Uh, in fact, uh, I would think that was that helped me balance my life as a working mom. I still remember I learned my meditation when I was pregnant. And as I was going through uh, the delivery and post uh, delivery, I did not get much sleep. Like you were talking about, you know, as a mom, I had to go through those uh, late nights with my child. And it was because of my meditation, I could be there for my son. Yeah. And the same thing continued with my work life. Uh, and, uh, and actually in the last year, uh, Rajita, uh, globally about more than 100,000 people have attended online programs. And in the US, uh, we have taught about 25,000 people just the last uh, 10, 12 months or less than 12 months. You know, I want to say I'm so proud of our students. See, in Shrisha University, we are one of the few campuses, I think, in the whole world where uh, meditation and breathing techniques are integrated in the daily life. We were a campus, we are a campus university. And um, every morning, 6 a.m. to 7.30 was when students got together, did some salutations, did some yoga, and then followed them up with the breathing and meditation. Now in the pandemic, all kids are at home. But every morning through this entire time, from 6 a.m. to 7.30 on Zoom, everybody did it. And that is why I think they were able to manage uh, the pandemic time much better than so many others I know. 
So it is for all age groups. It's for everybody. So this is a great segue to talk about your university. You mentioned how the students came together and even during the pandemic, they continued their education. And I have also seen on LinkedIn that you had posted some of the workshops you run for women. So tell us a little bit about some of the programs you offer. What can our listeners make use of and learn from the university? Oh, that, that, thanks, Preeti. You know, talking about uh, the university is uh, I can, we need another podcast for that. <laughs> but um, uh, what I am proud of is that we are offering, offering a, a combination of programs, three types of programs very actively we are doing. The first is, of course, center of plate programs. You know, you have the MBAs and the architecture and such programs, which are standard programs. But all of these, again, come with our own unique pedagogy. Like we are the only university in India which teaches, I am told, because we got an award from CII for that, which we teach green architecture. We are uh, uh, one of the few MBA programs in India uh, where uh, we are offering 11 different types of specializations, including good governance and public policy, agribusiness, big data, along with the traditional marketing finance. So even the center of late programs, we are offering them with our own unique perspective or pedagogy. Then we are committed to launching very niche programs. So we are the first university in Asia to start a school of osteopathy. So we create the understanding of the medical field of osteopathy created demand for it and we have now th three batches already graduated and they are now able to help people understand how to do non-invasive medical treatment as an alternative we are the first university in the whole world Preeti to start a department of contemplative and behavioral sciences no Ivy League no other in universities in the world have it so that was Shrishi Ravi Shankarji's vision of East and West. So the modern psychology from the West and the contemplation from the East. So we are committed to launching many more new niche programs like that. And we are committed to creating grassroots level employment. So we have skill centers where students from very economically disempowered backgrounds, they are our students there. We are teaching them basic skilling in different fields, which allows them to take up vocational jobs, you know, like in construction companies like Larson and Tubro, Schneider, uh, we have a skill training center with them on um, renewable energy. So many such with uh, private sector, it's a partnership. And we have these skilling work skill centers on our campus so two three types and across this we have now close to 45 programs in fact just two days from now we are launching our faculty of emerging technologies so we are going to launch programs on cyber peace cyber security cyber bullying and uh, actually cyber peace is a very big part of our daily peace in our lives right we get one troll message and we are done with so we are launching that we are launching uh, many research centers for water, for environment. Now in the pandemic world, we are running a huge number of short-term, also modular programs online, which can be uh, taken advantage of. So I myself run two masterclasses, one on breakthrough leadership for women. I was a believer, Preeti, that uh, you know, uh, leadership is leadership and there is no difference. But my own life experiences has taught me that there are external situations that uh, are different for us as women and for ourselves like you gave the example of you know when you had your child and now that is a that is something only women go through 
So, uh, and that does things to our um, constitution, it does things to our mind. And I realize that there are many times internally what we hold back more than externally what the situation needs us to hold back. So I am quite committed to help women break through these internal barriers. So I'm running that. I also got, got a lot of requests. So I started a masterclass on secrets of public speaking, which has become a very popular masterclass of mine. Actually, many thousands have taken it and um, they are loving it. We have uh, masterclasses on yoga, on Sanskrit, because a lot of requests we get from around the world for that on Sanskrit, on dance, um, on agriculture, on how we can do home agriculture. Many, many fascinating uh, and diverse programs. They are all on our website, shishiuniversity.edu.in. So more people can take a look at it. We anyways have, uh, you know, from the whole world, we have participants and students. So we would love to have from all your listeners as well. Absolutely. I think uh, that sounds like exciting programs, both on the public speaking side and the breakthrough leadership. So we'll make sure that uh, we share that along with the podcast uh, to our listeners. So Rajita, it has been a pleasure to have you on this podcast. Thank you so much for taking time. Preeti, this is a great idea that you started this podcast. This is the world of learning. This is the world of learning from networks. So to have uh, access to good ideas is a huge capital of this world. And uh, I am confident that reading The Unknown Edge will give the 10x growth edge to, to all listeners. So do read my book. Fantastic. Thank you. And listeners, The Unknown Edge, do pick it up on Kindle. And thank you for tuning in today. 